Hey there, I'm Kelly Lyons, and I spent 12 years binge eating, yo-yo dieting, and being food obsessed to finally listening to my body and being in control around food. And I've helped thousands of women all over the world do the same. And if you've ever thought, I just want to eat like a normal person, then you are in the right place and you most definitely are not alone. I'm dropping the tried and true secrets that go way beyond the food, the real talk stuff that the diet industry doesn't want you to know. So if you are done with starting your diet over every Monday, cozy on up and let's get started because I am here to show you how to stop letting food control your life so you can finally live it. This is the Food Freedom Society podcast. Hey friend, and welcome to this episode of the Food Freedom Society podcast. Thank you so much for being here, tuning in, joining me as I talk about the craziness that is my life with food in the hopes of helping millions of people around the world. And I've had so many wonderful reviews that have brought literal tears to my eyes and DMs saying, thank you so much for sharing your story because it's helped me change my life. So that's why I do what I do. And we are going to get more into the strangeness and the weirdness of the way I used to eat. (laughs) But the one thing I want to talk about in this episode is about weekends and not necessarily like every normal weekend, but more about going away, right? Having little weekend trips or vacations or road trips or basically anything where you are very far off away from your routine and what to do about it. And the things that I do now that help me 100% be a normal eater and complete opposite from what I did when I was deep in my binge eating struggles. So we are going to get right into it. So a few weeks ago, my husband and I went away for the weekend, and let me tell you something. It was magical, absolutely magical, and not because this place was, like, incredible. We went to this beautiful, beautiful hotel in Lake George. It was wonderful, but we didn't bring our kids, (laughs) and our kids are three and one, and two kids at that age, man, whoo baby. And like, let me tell you a little something. It is 830 at night. And this is the time that I'm recording my podcast episode because this is the only time I get silence in this house. So if that gives you a little glimpse of um, what life is like currently in this season, I should say. But my husband and I, it was his birthday and we really just wanted to get away. And I told because it was a monumental birthday for him. And I asked what he wanted to do. And he was like, Kel, I want peace and quiet. So that is exactly what we did. We went away. We, it was this beautiful weather because it was the middle of fall and we played golf and we sat by the lake and we went out to dinner and we watched TV and we slept. Oh gosh, did we sleep? Truly, truly magical. So much needed coming back. So refreshed. But The reason I'm talking about this weekend is not to sit here and just go into what I like to do on the weekends because I'm not that fun. I'm usually in bed by like nine o'clock after watching The Office, way too many episodes. (laughs) But the reason is, is because I came back or no, scratch that. I went through this weekend never being overstuffed. And we went out to dinner twice. We had s'mores at night. We went out for lunch. Um, I was never stuffed. I never was angry about what I ate. And I came back Sunday feeling great, feeling perfectly fine. 
and you're like, oh my, if you're like, oh my God, I would do anything to have that. Let me backtrack and tell you what my old weekend getaways were like. Besides like cool Kelly in my twenties where I would get absolutely wasted. And believe me, we have a ton of episodes coming up down the line about alcohol and drinking and how that affects your relationship with food. But weekends away or even long weekends or mini vacations, whatever you want to call them. It was all about binging, right? I would have to look my best beforehand. And so I would detox, cut out all the carbs or not eat till like three in the afternoon. And the anxiety about not looking the way I wanted, or maybe I wasn't losing weight fast enough, or, you know, I was anxious about the people I was going to be with, because I think I mentioned this in the first episode in high school and college and actually all of my 20s, <laughs> my group of friends, they were wonderful people, but they're just these beautiful, petite things. And I'm 5'9", like I, I'm a, I'm an athletic build and I would just tower over everyone. So then I wanted to at least be thin like them, right? So I would detox, I would do all the things, follow all the rules and out of anxiety, I would usually binge. And then I would binge and binge and binge leading up to the trip away, then binging on the trip away, looking at the finish line of Monday where I would be home back in my routine, back on track. But that lasted 12 years. There was never a finish line. (laughs) So I just want to share in this episode, the things that I do differently now based on what I do then. And I really think this episode will help you. And again, the one thing I want to talk about is, or you know what, let me... (laughs) I'm like laughing because I have so many things I want to say, but I want to do it in an order that makes sense because sometimes I feel like my brain is just moving so quickly and I can't get my words out fast enough. And then I just ramble and no one has any idea what I'm talking about, but it's episode 10 and you are still here and I love you for that. (laughs) So let's get into it. So the first things first, I realized what was important about this weekend, right? And Here's the thing. If you are going away to Italy or France or someplace with the type of cuisine that you will never have again, or you are going on a once in a lifetime experience, food better be number one on your list. Okay. Again, there is a difference between being food, a foodie and food obsessed. Um, That is a podcast episode that I did. And I will link that for you in the show notes because that is a perfect example of when you should be super excited about the food. But we were just going someplace with, yeah, good food, but that wasn't the number one thing. What was more important to me was relaxing, getting some R&R, having quality time with my husband and honestly, peace and quiet. Yes, food was up there, but it wasn't number one. It wasn't the driving factor. And when you're able to recognize, okay, this is what's important to me, You can make food choices based on that. And then I kind of looked at this weekend like, all right, what are we doing food-wise? We were going out to dinner twice. And then I realized when we got to our hotel, both nights they had s'mores and a bonfire. Oh my gosh, I was so excited. You put, oh, and there was an acoustic guitarist playing. Okay. That is like my dream sitting there and listening to that. Now um, I've been gone for a couple of weeks and I've yet to wash my jacket. It still smells like fire. I'm not really sure what to do about it because I don't know how to wash a jacket, but that's neither here nor there. But anyway, so I figured out, okay, what was I looking forward to food wise? Very much looking forward to the to the one dinner, I should say, because it was at a fancy restaurant that we were really heard great things about. 
that I was looking forward to the s'mores. Okay. I'm like a little kid in a candy shop and your girl loves her chocolate. All right. And I haven't, I think the last time I made s'mores was when I was a girl scout in second grade. And that was really important to me. And I was super excited and I wanted to be able to enjoy that and not worry about food. And that's exactly what I did. But here's the caveat. I didn't give that as an excuse to just eat whatever the hell I wanted 24-7 and just binge because I was going out to dinner or binge because I knew I was having s'mores later. No, then I made sure I balanced my meals throughout the day, right? And then when I got to that point, I indulged fully. Now, I am someone, when I go out to an Italian restaurant, I don't care where I am, pasta is what I'm getting. That is just me, right? I'm getting the pasta, I'm getting the dessert, whatever it is, but I knew, okay, this is what I'm getting. Great. And I didn't use that as an excuse to continue eating, which is what I have done in the past for years. And then something that I did that was really great was we were active right? We played golf. We walked around the town. But now you can, you may be like, oh, well, Kel, I'm active all the time. I walk all the time. I lift every day. Wonderful. Good on you. What is your reason behind that type of exercise? And I'm going to do a whole other episode on this because I can talk about this for a very long time. But I want you to think, okay, what is your reason for doing that? Is it out of pure enjoyment? Or are you someone who has to close their apple rings every day? Are you someone who has to get 10,000 steps and if you don't, you get anxiety? Are you someone that has to get 30 minutes of movement before 9 a.m. and if you don't, you feel like you screwed up and then you eat, okay? If you are exercising for that versus pure enjoyment, fresh air, getting outside, there is a big difference because you are going to continue and be consistent with that type of exercise when you enjoy it. So for us, when we were away, like I said, We walked around town. We walked to get breakfast. We played a round of golf. And yes, we had a golf cart, but I suck. So even with a golf cart, I was freaking walking to find my ball all the time. I want to say I did check because I was like, I walked more than a normal golfer should. And I think I had 12,000 steps from around a golf with a golf cart. (laughs) So, but at the same time, that reason for exercise was not weight loss related. It was not apple rings related. It was solely for fun. And one of the most important things I did, and this is the last thing I want to talk about before I talk about like why this stuff is so important. The last thing I did was, and this is what I do all the time, is food. I make sure the foods are equal, right? There is no good or bad based on what I'm eating. Saturday night at the restaurant, I had pasta. Friday night, I had a salad at the restaurant we went to because we were just like, walking around, kind of in a rush, didn't want to spend a ton of money. So we went someplace and I actually really wanted their salad. And then I had s'mores after that. And then the next morning, because we were playing golf, I had a really, really high protein egg um, and bacon and turkey sausage breakfast. But then for lunch, I had chicken quesadillas. So I am in no way, shape or form saying I was good this morning. Oh, I was bad this afternoon. Oh my God, I had quesadillas after golf. When you take out that positive or negative connotation with food, your pull to continue eating goes away. And I feel like I've said this will be another podcast episode probably 20 times. I don't want to get too much into it. But in regards to the last thing that I just spoke of is 
when food is bad in your mind, that makes you feel bad, right? It's like you are not worthy. You did not reach the expectation that you set for yourself, even though that expectation is absolutely one, arbitrary, and two, kind of ridiculous. So then you eat more. Or if food is good in your mind, all you're doing is putting pressure on yourself to continue to feel good or to continue to be good and eat good. And then guess what? When you're not, you're going to eat a ton, right? So those things are a huge difference from the way that I used to be when I was going away. And I just want to recap for you guys because I think it is super important because we think that we are going to eat the same Monday through Thursday when we're perfect and then go away with our friends or our partner or our spouse or our kids and continue to eat the same way. And especially if we have a crappy relationship with food and we struggle with binging, it's like then we beat ourselves up and then we continue to eat. So what we need to practice is having realistic expectations so you can actually enjoy without being food obsessed. So as we go on, and especially as we go on through the year and the weather gets nice, we are going to do tons and tons of episodes on vacations based on where, when, why, and most importantly, who the hell are you going with? Because that makes a big difference in the way you eat. So again, thank you so much for joining me in this episode, talking all about how to be normal around food when you are going away for the weekend. Because again, we have to have realistic expectations so you can enjoy and be normal and do the normal things and eat the normal things and eat the good food and the bad food and enjoy the people you love. All right. So I cannot wait to see you next episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you soon. Thanks for hanging out with me and listening to the Food Freedom Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review or share on your Instagram stories. And if you're on Instagram, be sure to follow me at Kelly L Wellness. Send me a DM to say hi and tell me your thoughts on the episode. See you next time.